when an all-powerful superintelligence chooses to study the most average person on Earth, Carol Peters, the fate of the world hangs in the balance. As the AI decides to enslave, save, or destroy humanity, it's up to Carol to prove that people are worth saving. This week on the Made for TV podcast, in the final episode of HB November, it's Super Intelligence. And now, our feature presentation. I wanted to watch some HBO movies, and David Zaslav said, no, no, no. I said, where can I watch these movies? And he said, I don't know. All I want to do is watch some more movies. But when I asked David Zaslav, he said, HBO, no, no mo." That's the uh, intro we're going to use for this month. I thought I would debut it on the uh, last episode of the of mm-hmm. the month. So if you could go back and edit that. In, I will. If you're listening to this, the episodes. yeah. If you're listening to this, I have edited the past episodes. Go and listen <laughs> to them all again. I didn't put it at the beginning though, because that would make it too easy. I slipped it into the middle of the episode, so you're gonna have to listen to the whole thing if you want to find Kyle's song in each episode. That's, that's how we're gonna double our to do listens. For... <laughs> that's exactly that's our plan. Yeah. That's the real super intelligence, Kyle, right there. Big brain. My brain yeah. is so wrinkled right now. Um, the only thing I could think of for this movie was it has the song One Week in it. So I was going to be like, it's been one week since we recorded an episode. Mm-hmm. But that's I was actually all I in got. the process of, uh, of looking that song's lyrics up when I started oh, singing HBO. Oh, does it make no, you stop no, think? No. You think you're looking at me? Yeah, Someone I fish was to the dish, although I like the shallot switch, I like the sushi, because it's never touched a frying pan hot like wasabi <laughs> when I bust rhymes. I love that song. So uh, you just have it. You're just Melissa McCarthy in this movie. You just yes. bust it out. With I've, got her, one, with I've got one of the verses memorized because it was on uh, Twitch Sings. And when mm. you did Twitch Sings, you could record half of a duet for somebody else to sing later, like the other half of it. Uh, and so I practiced my half of the duet like five times trying to record it for somebody else to use and so i've just got half of the song memorized now and i don't know like any of the other half so it's it's only impressive when i'm listening to the song for the first half of it in the radio like on the radio (laughs) good uh anyways uh this is the made for tv podcast everybody welcome it's a show we're dedicated dedicated to celebrating and exploring the unique world of movies made for the small screen my name is kyle my name is scott and it's the end of the road it's the end of the series uh, I was going to write a big musical number that's as far as I got uh <laughs> it's the it's the end of hb no mo vember hbo no HBO no mo vember hbo no mo go november that's right because they got rid of point. the h because they got rid of hbo go yeah so you've had to <laughs> added that in as well yeah. hbo no go no mo november ho uh, yeah pretty much yeah uh, it's the end. Our, our mini series about any, uh, if there's any Christmas <laughs> movies that they cut, which I don't think there are. If there were, then we could continue it with we could have kept ho, it going. ho 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 at the end of oh, the HBO. Oh, no, oh, 
go November. Ho, ho. Oh, whatever. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, all right. So, so, so let's continue. Uh, this is the end of the miniseries, though, dedicated to the films that were ripped off of HBO Max and unceremoniously dumped into the world of only being available on DVD rental or in this case not even rental <laughs> just a purchase it. no i saw it on voodoo you can rent it on voodoo ah. which i don't really know what voodoo is but you voodoo can rent is, it on voodoo. they have the exclusive is, renting rights voodoo is like a walmart's amazon like for i movies. see gotcha yeah, they they own it so anything you buy there it's like you're shopping at walmart and they're the ones that have the really easily exploitable disc to digital system mm. where you can buy oh, the movies yeah. for two dollars without actually owning them if you're i wouldn't i'm not telling i'm saying don't do this because it's wrong exactly but you, you could you wouldn't steal jewelry you i wouldn't pirate a, a car i don't know although these days was. I think we're actually pretty close to you're going to have to pirate a car, right? Because aren't they like, didn't I just read that that Mercedes or somebody, first BMW did some crap where they locked like heated seats behind a subscription, but I feel like no I way. just read that. Oh my gosh. They did. And then another car company just announced that they're like locking the maximum speed behind a paywall or something. What? So I feel like we're going to reach a point where people are like jailbreaking their cars soon and getting like sure, custom yeah. firmware installed. Everything's a subscription these days. I know. It's ugh. like, it's, ugh. It, it, it's so anyway, like, um, we'd like to announce our Patreon feed. Yeah, if you uh, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting on board. That's just what's yeah. happening. Uh-huh. Uh, it does come with heated seats. Uh, if you're a, if you subscribe to the $20 tier, you get to listen to the podcast while sitting on Kyle or my lap. Oh, nice. So, no, I thought you were just going to be whispering sweet nothings to them and, and heating them up, you know, mm, getting them all yeah. warm and, and toasty with your, uh, with your, uh, seductive. Yeah. That's what it would be. I'm not, I'm not, let's stop know. talking about me being seductive. <laughs> Kyle, uh, how is your, uh how's your week going <laughs> good, good good uh did anything happen not much oh i was on newborn rounds i was go oh thanksgiving of, of course oh yeah thanksgiving. thanksgiving did anything happen <laughs> oh yeah we are recording this uh late because thanksgiving happened yeah, how was your thanksgiving how was uh, your turkey it was day it was uh did you gobble relaxing. gobble gobble up all that food i sure did and i love thanksgiving food uh, as opposed to someone else yeah, currently on this, to your co <laughs> on this podcast but uh we had, yeah it was great i even made a yeah we had a lot of good food and um it was just a nice relaxing day i was on uh i had to round on newborns this week in the hospital but it wasn't too busy usually around holidays i feel like kids just aren't born i don't get really ex- understand how that happens with uh you know biology and whatnot yeah. but <laughs> is um, it like that thing where like like in a really stressful situation, your body will lock down and like if you have to shit, it will be like, no, <laughs> sure. we can put this <laughs> off. Is it like that in. with yeah. babies? <laughs> yes, I guess. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I was able to just quick quickly round in the morning on a couple babies this week. It wasn't too busy. And I just the way that you're sound saying it, like I rounded on a couple babies, makes it sound like you jumped them or a something. Rounding, like I rounded the corner kick. and I fucked those babies <laughs> up. <laughs> I rounded. <laughs> it's funny uh great i'm glad you had a good thanksgiving yeah how was yours pleasant rounds uh well my 
I was a little bit of a bummer because my sister, whose house we were going to have my side of the family at, she got sick, so she canceled it like the day before. Mm. So we only had uh, Celia's relatives to go to. And, you know, uh, as as not the biggest Thanksgiving food fan or the biggest football fan or the biggest fan of talking about politics uh, with family members, there just really wasn't a lot of (laughs) joy to be found on the day for me. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't like terrible or anything. And since I didn't see any of my family members, there were no like violent altercations that happened. (laughs) So I would call it a successful day. Uh, I guess. Great. Yeah. Uh, and then other than that, nothing, nothing too exciting going on in the, in the old Esmond household over here. Good. Good. Nice. Perfect. You know what I like about that, Kyle? I like that it lets us be Get get right to talking about this fine film. Actually, I am going to pause. Speaking of fine films, I mm-hmm. teased everyone. They thought we were going to get into into it, but I did get to go to the theater uh, the the day before Thanksgiving. Ooh, uh, the night before, I saw Steven Spielberg's new film, The Fablemans. Yeah, I just heard about that one. I hadn't heard about it. Is it about his life or my create? Is that something? It is wrong? about his okay. life. It's like him. Uh, it's 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 both about how movies are good are a tool that have helped him kind of communicate his emotions in his life, but it's also really about like his parents' divorce and like the nitty gritty details of it and him kind of revealing information that he's been sitting on. I think since he was like sixteen, because it would be like I think he was maybe worried about putting some stuff out there while his parents were alive. And his dad just died uh, right before West Side Story came out. And he just released this movie now, like oh, wow. after <laughs> they passed. His dad was 103. Oh, my gosh. Died. Isn't wow. that crazy? Yeah. So Spielberg's got some good genes. Yeah. Um, He's going to be making movies for a while, I guess. I hope so, because it was a perfect movie. I cried almost the entire time wow. uh, that it was on. There's like an opening moment in the movie where like uh he's scared to go to his first movie and his dad like starts breaking down all the science of how a projector works and how a camera works right to like Mm -hmm. calm him down and then his mom is like just like movies are dreams you remember forever in like a perfect spielbergy close-up you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like oh this is just him distilling everything about like the two halves of his mind where he got them from wow. in this opening <laughs> scene perfectly, you know, and it's just the whole movie just extrapolates from there. And I was like, this is just perfect. And I loved it. That's good. I want to um, watch it. Yeah. Highly recommend. It's, I think the rumor, it, it's like the, all the buzz for best picture is on it. Currently. Oh, cool. So, nice. Um, yeah, that, that's my, that's my cinema plug, uh, a little sneaky cinema plug in the middle, but let's forget about cinema boring, stupid Steven Spielberg. Never heard of him. I want to talk about a real director, Ben Falcone. Yes. (laughs) It's masterpiece. Super intelligence. Kyle. Uh, do you have any history with the films of no, I'm, uh, I'm Ben interested, Falcone? I'm interested in your opinion on Melissa McCarthy because I I love Melissa McCarthy in and like any any movie that she's in, it's at least something where I would like to to I would I would give it a shot because a lot of her movies I think are just like there's there's a lot that aren't that great, but I do like yeah. her as an actress a lot. Um, what what's your thoughts on Melissa? I McCarthy? love I I would say I love Melissa McCarthy. Um, I I don't. 
like you said, her movies can be hit or miss. I think she has to have the right director, and I think she's capable of better performances than she's given in a lot of her movies. Because <laughs> um, I know her first from, like, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm used to, like, grounded Melissa McCarthy. Like, I know she can give, like, a, a nice, grounded, dramatic performance, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, yes. a different kind of comedy than she gives now, um, at least. She plays a little broader in a lot of the movies she's in now, which I don't have a problem with. I think she's got a lot of good... Like, she's a good physical comedian yes. and good at, like, slapsticky stuff. So I always mm-hmm. can... She she always will make me laugh at least once in any given movie that she's right. in. It's yes. just a lot of her movies <laughs> don't like, yeah. employ her as good as they could. I think it was... Because yeah. a lot of these kind of... I think I've seen Tammy and like, The Heat. And I think I... Yeah. I think... Those movies are the same to me. I think I think it was just like kind of like not that great. I know I've seen The Heat because I have Sandra Bullock in it and Carrie Lewis. Yes, and, and The Heat is so. directed by uh, Paul Feig, who's the guy who did. Um, uh, uh, I think he did Bridesmaids as well. Oh, that's um, funny because Paul yeah. Feig did the show that I'm going to bring up in a bit. Other space. He is ah. the creator of that which i'm gonna bring up later it's a te- it's a tease. later it's a tease, it's a tease. guys a tease. uh yes so and he did the ghostbusters remake as well with her so a lot of her like better stuff is paul feig directed it i guess gotcha. cool uh or whatever yeah spy and the heat i think are both him and i think she's good in those i've seen i think the heat she has moments in that too it's yeah i i like her i wish she was in better movies right more often. Yeah. Yes. yeah and it seems like i i listened to a podcast with her and her with her on um smartless um mm-hmm. which uh and it was it was fun to hear her talk about like working with her husband because she does love working with her husband and, and like, i'm sure and that's yeah. kind of when i'm watching this I'll, whenever this movie's not that great i'm always like well at least people are having fun and i was just like i guess if this is just we're all friends and our one friend wants to make a movie. Even if we're like, even if it was a friend who I didn't think was amazingly talented, I'd be like, yeah, I'll hang out with my buds and make a yeah, movie. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so Cause if we, fine. if you don't know, I don't know if we said it, but Ben Falcone is her husband, the director yes. of this movie and mm. star. And, and, and star. Yes. <laughs> there are some time. There's some scenes where I feel like it would be weird. Uh, yes. Yes, I specifically yeah. wrote it down. Yeah, should we, we know. Yeah, should we just should pop we just in the pop movie? It? Let's pop it. Yo, let's do it, I guess. Bring. All right. Uh, I mean, your basic. What's your basic plot of this movie? A woman, Carol Peters, who's like an activisty sort, who's sort of uh, mixed up in life, uh, lost in life, doesn't know what her next move is after quitting a tech company. She gets set up at a job interview by her friend, who's who's like a higher up tech guy. At that interview, she gets called average. A recently um, developed super intelligence hears that and decides to use her as the measuring stick for whether or not to destroy the world. And That's the it. process yeah. for that is her getting back together with her ex-boyfriend while her friend who is the computer genius tries to stop the AI in the background. And eventually she does get back together with him and saves the world or whatever. Right. Yep. That's it. Yeah, there it is. But let's get into the details. The Mm. devil's in the details, as they say, and we're here to worship Satan. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, 
opening of the movie in general, uh, studio logo talk, right? I don't know if you paid any attention to the studio logo. I did not this time. I did not. I was looking down. I did not. There's one studio see. involved in this uh, Braun, B R O N. Okay. They just have a terrible name and logo. Everything about them is boring and they need to fix it. Because I see them often and it's just the most boring really? studio like logo. That's I recognize the name. With me, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. You know boring. what movie actually The Fablements has the best studio logo opening I've ever seen. Oh, really? uh, it's because it opens with like the universal ba ba ba. I mean, you know the universal thing. The what? But then uh, when the what? you know, but when that's mm-hmm. almost done. Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment, like the E.T. on the bike going mm-hmm. over the moon, like yeah. goes in front of the Universal thing. I was like never seen them mash two logos together the way they did for the <laughs> Fable bits. It was so weird. Um, I loved it. That's cool. Okay. This movie didn't have that. It had brawn. Brawn just sucks. It's like, like Tron, well, but brawn. Exactly. Exactly. It's Be like Tron. if they remade Tron starring lebron james they would call it braun <laughs> braun which in a way space jam 2 a new legacy is basically a remake of tron with lebron james yeah, i never even that. saw that one because it came out and, and you said it wasn't worth it people said it wasn't worth it so I, it's just strange to me i never saw it because i was excited for it when it was yeah <laughs> if you <laughs> you've never even met al g rhythm that's just wow <laughs> The name of the character that jo- that Don Cheadle plays, the okay. sentient algorithm, Algae Rhythm. All right. <laughs> it's a lot like this movie. It's about a super intelligence gone rogue. Cool. Um, well, Kyle, this movie opens up. Um, the actual movie opens with the, we're in like Seattle, right? Yeah. We've got- I'm excited. I love Seattle. So it's like, oh, cool. I, I just like the setting. Like it's great. It's like when a movie opens in New York, I'm I'm immediately excited, you know, because I love I, New I get York down with that. So Seattle, it's great because there's not as many Seattle movies and just love it. So I basically sleepless year, in so. Seattle and that's it. I mean, I know. what else is there? Uh, I almost we almost watched it because I haven't seen it yet. We almost picked it to watch this week, but so close. Instead, we watched the people we I hate at the wedding or the people we hate at the wedding. Is oh yeah, watched, I saw so. you log that and give it a a, I did a, a higher it. score than the average person. Yes, so. I enjoyed I it. Curious. I don't know if it necessarily is worth the the higher score, but I I liked I, it. So I I, I like the people who so. are in it i feel like i was mm-hmm. looking at it and i almost hit play and then yeah. i was like i was looking at it and i almost hit play and i was like i've never heard of this and i recognize these people and if it was good i probably would have heard about it so then yeah, i just kept flipping. It, it, yeah i mean i yeah I, I think i liked it more than the average person would it's like the the one funny thing about it is just like every character has a moment in the movie where they're like this is why I behaved like this before. And this is why I did this just now. Cause I was mad, but now I realized this, that this, my actions mean this. And so this is what I'm going to do in the future. Like every single character has like, it, just like them, like saying all of this and it's just like blasted at you and you're just kind of tired of it by the end. But, but it's fun. It's kind of a fun take on a kind of a dysfunctional family. And, uh, yeah, it's good. I liked it. It's good. All it's right. a good watch. It's a fun. Is it straight fun to streaming? Little... Can we talk about it? It'll be our first yeah, episode of tw- it it'll is. be our first it episode of 2023. <laughs> we'll talk about the people we hate at the wedding. Good. Great. Um all right. Uh oof. Let's see what happens in this opening. Anything of note? Uh the only other note I took is I like the score. It sounded like a 90s kids movie and yeah. uh 
and I saw that and James Corden credit, and I was very distressed immediately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's I, not and James Corden. It's like mostly James Corden. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was I, I I forgot he was going to be in this until I started watching, and I was like, oh no. Uh, but whatever. Uh, we see Carol gets set up with an interview from her friend. Right, it like mm-hmm. opens. She's she's uh I don't know. She's like volunteering with some dogs. She's trying, she wants to make the world a better place, but she doesn't have the means to do it. Yeah. She's um, been in so a bunch her, of different um, non for, not-for-profits and they've kind of all been, have gone nowhere kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so her friend is played by uh, uh, Brian uh, Tyree Henry, um, who's a really good actor. He's in like, or for a stretch at least, he was in like everything. Yeah, I, I re- like. he's like one of the guys I recognize. I was like, I've seen him in a lot of things and I don't know yes. what they what they are, but I've seen him in a lot. So yes, uh, I first saw him in the show Atlanta. Um, oh yeah, where he plays mm-hmm. uh, Paperboy. Yeah, Paperboy. That's right. Yeah, uh, and then it was like there was like a four year stretch after that came out where I felt like there was a ten percent chance he was popping up in any given movie I was watching. So he's a really good actor. He's in uh, Joker, yeah. Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, mm. he's a voice in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. He's in you the know, new he's... Child's Play movie. Um, oh, so yeah, a lot. Yes. Um, okay. And she goes to this interview and it's for the place that he got her an interview. It's like a dating app called like badonkadonk.com. It's yeah. just about humping. It is. Um, it's a dating app it, where it's all about getting that badonkadonk and that's it. So. Oh yeah. Um, I did think the first thing I took note of that I thought was kind of funny as a concept. I don't think they executed it that well, but I did think the big, big bag chair <laughs> Yes. was like a funny bit it was uh, yeah because it's i would have so liked to see her dull. struggle with it longer oh. like completely like <laughs> falling out of it you know well, that's like, funny because like she she yeah. jumps tries to jump into it like three times and flops on the floor so you wanted even more yeah. after, i wanted like, it like i really wanted it like held there awkwardly in one long shot of her just really struggling it's for, like, like a multiple minute. times she leaps onto it and <laughs> flops off the floor and i'm just laughing it's she's just a great physical comedian it's great she is i wanted a face plant as good as the one she gives uh when she gets thrown out of the car later yes yeah that's the best like it physical is. bit in the movie um so yeah the the interview though is with uh it's got that the dude from lonely island jorma mm-hmm. uh to cone right and then i can't remember who the the woman doing the interview is as well at the top of my wait, head. What? I didn't wait, recognize who her. Is... Wait. Uh the guy in the interview is Jorma Tacone. He's one of the three Lonely Island dudes. Um Are you th- wasn't think... it Karan Sony? Wasn't it the the Indian guy? Was it? Oh, it was. Wait, when does Jorma show up then? I don't Hold think on. Jorma's in this. Oh, he one. doesn't. You know what it is? I I'm confusing him with uh wasn't he in the uh yes, he's the in... Seth Rogan one? Yeah. Was he in the American Pickle one? He was in one of these damn yes, movies. Yes, but he's we also watched. in. So Karan Sony is also in uh, <laughs> in the the movie in the the um the people I hate at the wedding. He's oh, also in uh, that one. Oh my goodness! But okay. also, I think that other guy is in it too. And that's Jorma's what I just in that movie. I think Jorma's oh, in that goodness. one. It's either it's Jorma or it's yeah Jorma Tacon Tacone Tacone. Yes, Something he is like in that? he is in that as well. 
And what okay. the heck is wrong with IMDb? Did it update and <sighs> like screw up it, everything? IMDb is the worst website of all time now. Yeah, it's he's in The People We Hate at the Wedding as well. So that just okay. really messed me up there trying to figure uh, out what's happening. Because he's Because we conflated three different a, movies. He's, he's, he's like a tech CEO in that movie too so like i think he plays a tech ceo in like five different things that i've seen so, so i just no. this one him. okay is the guy yes, who is the, the guy taxi from, driver uh, in yes, deadpool. from deadpool and he's yes. also okay the lead in other space which ah. is a show that was on yahoo that streaming service oh, no. that was on for one season oh no <laughs> and i i think i'm one of 10 people who watched that show other space <laughs> was it good it's one of these like crappy sci-fi shows that um that i watch like when i'm sick or something and i think i got into it after watching that last season of community that was on yahoo mm-hmm. that would i was gonna say the only time anyone has ever used the yahoo streaming service was for community yeah. so you had to have been there and i watched other reason. space and um and i enjoyed the first season and i like that he's a funny actor i like that guy a, a lot actor. so i yeah. i would and i looked up just to see if i was crazy because i did remember enjoying the episodes of even if it was like pretty like low budget and um mm-hmm. just like just silly and weird like just just very kind of a weird show um but it got mostly positive reviews like on i think rotten tomatoes it's like 80 percent or something like that so all right it's, i've uh, never even heard of it it's made by paul feig so yeah it's literally like a star trek thing like they're out exploring and then they go into another dimension and then they're all alone and so it's just them on the hmm. ship and it's like very um I don't know. Everything about episodes. it is extremely like progressive, I guess. This is a perfect type of thing to become like a, a cult hit. Yeah. You know, like this is the type of thing where you could you'll probably meet some nerd like ten years from now who is Loved like, Oh my god, space. you've seen other yeah. space <laughs> like freaking out. Because I remember so. like Dave Franco makes a cameo in one of the episodes and um there's like what is that one act there's one actor that's really funny and I can't remember his name. Um, uh, you're thinking right of uh, are, you, are you thinking of Steve Carell? He's pretty funny. Oh yeah, uh, yeah Will Ferrell. <laughs> that guy's pretty funny yeah. too. <laughs> one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, now uh, it's a guy named Neil Casey's one of the characters, and I think he's really funny in it. And I don't. Okay. He's in other things too, but whatever. This is a lot to talk about. This show that it zero is. people have watched. No one has me. ever heard so, of it, but here we <laughs> are talking about it uh, on Yahoo streaming. If you ask Paul Feig about the show Other Space, he might not remember. Yeah, so. Exactly. <laughs> but it probably would have had a more of a cult following if it had gotten more seasons. But this just didn't happen because if it had been on streaming. any service other than Yahoo, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it probably would have. Um, and it's funny because on Wikipedia, it's like the the other the rights for other space were later later picked up by Dust D U S T, which took over hosting duties for the series in 2020. If I click on the link to Dust, it says this Wikipedia does not have an ar- there's no article for Dust. It, has, it is like turned to dust. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, the, we'll probably never be able to watch it. It'll probably just disappear off of the face of the the internet. Um, unless our super intelligence AI friend can find it. I sure hope so. Uh, uh, which speaking of, uh, during this interview at Badonk Donk, um, she is called the most average looking person on earth. And of course there happens to be this AI that we, we saw like a glimpse of this mainframe kind of coming to life mm-hmm. during the opening credits. 
Um, it here she is the most average person in the world, and it takes notice. And the next morning, she gets a call from that AI, right? Yep. Um, and it's 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 trying to be like um, I don't know, explain to her its plan right away, or just who it is. Um, it's freaking her out because it can talk to her through all of her internet connected devices, right? Mm, yep. Which is classic. Oh, all these damn smart devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, it changes its voice, and that's when it gets really scary. It changes its <laughs> voice to sound like James Corden because this character who I'm supposed to connect with yeah. finds him to be the yes. most comforting presence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weird. Um, there's this part where it's proving it's it's kind of proving itself to her during this call, right? So it yep. shows um, the emails that she wrote her ex, and it talks about how she sent provocative photos. And this is just like the kind of I feel like half-assed, no offense to anyone, directing. Where it's like, we could make a really funny moment with these three pictures, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we could have had her, like, actually trying to be seductive and really failing. Or, like, have it be like, you could tell she set up a timer but was off on the timer and fell out of bed or something, you know? Yeah. Instead, it's just, like, three selfies where she's holding wine up to her mouth or whatever. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. Make it funny. Make it seductive. Do something. Um it's whatever. Um, yeah, the the AI also causes a car wreck to happen outside the, it the window, and it's. Dude, yes. I do like the demonstration of its power here, just because it's mm-hmm. like because she's she's like screaming and it's like relax, so we're going twelve miles per hour. Plus, they have a twenty seven percent chance of falling in love based on their online <laughs> dating profile. So it's just kind of. It. Uh, I thought it was a fun way of of saying that this thing is like knows everything basically yes. so i do like i like the character and the powers of the ai i mm-hmm. guess yeah um i think it's weird how she is like pretty chill almost about all of it though yeah like it explains that it's going it, it, the way it sees it is it has three options i can either use my intelligence to guide humanity i can enslave humanity or i can erase humanity right uh and so <laughs> And she's very chill about the fact that she's basically going to be the uh, litmus test for whether or not to do that. Um, He, I like the scene where they're at the diner and he's like, I'm emitting a frequency so nobody can hear you talking to me Mm -hmm. or whatever. And has her scream or whatever. And then then says he turned it off. I just wish that he, that that it had been a lie the whole time. Like that there was (laughs) no thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that part was funny, uh, but she agrees to work with the AI. Um, I guess I don't know. If she doesn't really have a choice, she right? Does like, what not are you have do? a choice. Say no. Yeah. Um, he then I, he pays all of her debts, right, and gives her like ten million. Yeah, he's like here's ten million dollars. It's not much, and she's like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> yes. This is the most money I would never have this much." He's like, "Well, oh, I guess in your situation it would be, but." The grand scheme of things, it's nothing. Dropping a bucket, you know. It's, so. I like though. Um, uh, I like the octagon soup guy, the delivery guy. Um, 
that gives her the 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 letter that is like that shows her that her debts are all paid or whatever. It's like a guy shows up mm-hmm. on a bike, this yes. delivery guy, oh, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. and she mentions that he plays in or the AI yes, mentions exactly. that he plays in a band yes. called Octagon Soup. That's right. I was says, confused about the what you were talking about. How could Octagon? you forget? Yeah. And then so she says like, "Oh, Octagon Soup." He's like, "Oh, nice to meet a fan, right yeah. on." He's <laughs> like, "All right, nice to meet another. Yeah, take care, Octa Girl or whatever <laughs> yes. he calls them." Yes. So I did think that was a funny little bit there. Um, and then uh, she decides to go and see her Oh, and there's another, Dennis. oh, it's an octagal. Yeah, he says, nice to meet an octagal. Stay soupy as he's driving Yes, away. yes. There and was another joke um, that I wrote down that was funny in the a good Mac- Melissa McCarthy delivery in the diner where she like, screams or something and the and the waitress comes by and she's and she says what's what's wrong and she says oh no i just i saw you have the crab benedict on special my lucky day and she's like already eaten everything like, <laughs> and then she's like i'll just take a refill on the coffee and the check then you know like it's just yeah. funny because yeah it's good and then there's one she's very where, good at yeah. that kind of like low dry like Oh, sorry. Well, I'll just have this. I don't think it is like yeah. I, or I don't know how to describe it, but she's very good at cutting down, like to a from a very high energy moment to a low energy. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just I'll just take the check, kind of vibe. Um, but she goes next to go and see her friend Dennis. Um, and we get the scene where she's even he's pretty calm too. Everyone handles this news a lot more calmly than I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's like it's, there's an yeah, AI that's going to destroy like, the world. I like it because she's like, "What? I don't have to keep you a secret." To the AI, and he's like, "No, what am I? Like a Disney villain? Like yes, no. He's he's, like, what am I a genie or whatever?" It's like, yeah, no, it's like fine. no, you could yeah. tell whatever. I like he's he's just not yeah. scared of anything. He's like, I'm an all he's I'm so, all powerful. Like yeah. there's and no, we do find like, out. I think that currently everything is part of a plan for him right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like because there were there was. Uh, moments where i was like didn't it say it wants to study her because she's the most average person so it's weird to me that it is erasing her debt and giving her millions of dollars and buying her later like a penthouse apartment true like (laughs) erasing everything that is average about her life Mm -hmm. but i think we're supposed to get the impression by the end that this was all some sort of plan yeah um like everything we're seeing until basically the last couple scenes is according to its plan i think kind of cheapens the movie a little bit you know a little bit uh you could say i also Um, just like the i was gonna mention this earlier but i feel like what as soon as the ai like comes into her life it feels too abrasive like it's just it just feels strange like why is she all of a sudden talking to a computer like i think it would have been better to have this movie start off with something with the ai and then like maybe somebody recognizing that it's like a problem or something and then it cuts to her and then we, like we know something about the ai before it like enters yeah. her life would it's, have been yeah nice. it's literally just like an ai just shows up like it feels it's like siri I mean, just starts the, talking to her or something you know like that's it's a, the definition it like. of like a, a coincidence right like everything that kickstarts this movie feels 100 like a coincidence it's not as it's not as satisfying i guess as if our if it was like the AI was something she created is what you would imagine in most movies, right? Like 
it would mm-hmm. be a monster of her own creation that she has to stop or even if it had been her friend Dennis created it because he literally sure, yeah. works with AI for a li- instead it's like a random doll yeah. that and all I'm asking for is like some like a something at the doll factory or something where the guy is making it and he realizes oh no it's like I've done something wrong that's gaining intelligence and he like slips and falls and like, you know, into yeah. something and like has to go to the hospital and, and can't stop it or something. And then we cut to like Melissa McCarthy and then yeah. get like an introduction of the AI to her. So just something like just to tease it in the beginning would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, anything other than just that mainframe that whistles for yeah, like, like a second. Blinks with the music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Well, they probably didn't want to do a movie that opens with a doll scene where an a doll AI goes rogue because that's how I think that's how the Child's Play movie that Brian Tyree Henry is in okay. opens. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they didn't consider that at all, but it is funny that he's in two movies about AI dolls, yeah. basically going rogue. Um, yeah, the uh, she goes to see him, Dennis. That is where uh, he finds out about the AI. I like that the AI switches to Octavia Spencer's voice for yeah, Dennis. Yeah, that's great. I thought that was funny. Very disappointed uh, later when it is the AI is just talking to him again, and it's still James Corden later instead of yeah. Octavia Spencer. But, you mm-hmm. know, that's mostly just She was too was... busy filming the witches, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's so crazy, though, that his advice is just like, Head home, try to ignore it, and I'll figure it out. You know? <laughs> like, the world's at stake. This is huge. Yeah. How could the scene, like, if the scene ends on him being like, oh, I guess it is real, or yeah. whatever. Like, that yeah. is not, you can't end the scene there, dude. That's crazy to me. Um, Whatever. Uh, then she gets kind of, like, lost in the building. It felt like a, you know that in the office when they make their, they make the commercial um, and there's like the corporate ad where the guy is like walking around the paper warehouse and he can't get anyone's attention. Uh, when she was walking around and couldn't get out of the building, it felt like that to me. She's I don't like know looking if I've at all seen the exit signs. Kyle, you've seen it. It's from, I think, season five of The Office. Maybe It's six. getting dangerously it's close to where Carrie stops watching, though. And that's when I don't, that's when it all falls apart for me. There's no way she stops watching in season five. Well, that's, when does Steve Carell leave? He leaves in season seven. Steve Carell's still in this episode. Okay, all right. Then I then I've okay. probably seen it. You've Most seen likely, it, my friend. Um, <laughs> that's it. We're watching it right now. Pause the episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, Kyle. What happens next? Oh, the AI. This is where it convinces her to reconcile with her ex, right? Yeah, I think he. The AI wants to see some human connection, I guess, and judge it judge things from that standpoint i guess whatever i i didn't understand its reasoning for it but i like the guy who's playing uh the x or yeah, whatever bobby so cannavale like, is, is that how you say yes that? bobby cannavale is the man um he rules in this we'll get to mm-hmm. him i guess in just a minute <laughs> um so there's the uh oh I've t- this is a mean note i wrote i wrote <laughs> i wrote I wrote, the AI making jokes that aren't funny is perfect casting for James Corden. <laughs> uh, <Got it. laughs> and there was a part where she, uh, she, he shows up with the smart car for her, and it just felt like a C, like a, like an ad for no, a smart there's car. So much for a Tesla, there's so yeah. much Tesla ad in this. Like at one it's point, great timing for that, because we all love Elon <laughs> Yeah, right we, now, love Elon. So, we love Elon. Yeah. We love Elon. 
Love it. And uh, there's even the scene later where it's like doing a, a light show to a Christmas song, to the Trans-Siberian <laughs> Orchestra yes. song that's fo- yeah. that you usually see like lights doing on a house. Mm-hmm. Like the... And it's like the car doing that. And I'm like, this is... I'm watching... I'm literally watching a Tesla commercial that would premiere in the holiday season right now. That's what that's happening. I was outraged as I got off the phone from ordering my Tesla that they would <laughs> market to me directly like that, honestly. <laughs> um, after our Tesla ad, um, we get we get that little scene where all the nerds at the office get owned by the super intelligence. Mm-hmm. I just remember it like takes over the one dude's robot toy. That's yep. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kyle, oh, then we get there's a moment in this movie that really shines uh, as she's she's driving. She's going to go meet up with her boyfriend uh, in a little bit. But before she does that, Kyle, before she sees her ex-love, what does she have to do? Um, Wait. I'll tell you oh, what she's got to do, yes, Kyle. She's, she's got to get, get a makeover, baby. <laughs> yes. I wrote, I wrote in all caps, it's happening. Uh, <laughs> it is. So it is. Excited. We finally get a clothing change montage in this movie. I was like, I was, I sat up in my chair. I'm like, okay, is this it? Is this what Scott's <laughs> this looking it? for? Is it gonna? Is this gonna hit all the points? And I think it I pretty think much does. It pretty much does. I, I, I. It's not. It's not an A plus. I think there's a little too much talking, <laughs> and there's not a variety, a wide enough variety of silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in her outfits, there are it's like kind of like three kind of big, uh, like stupid looking fashion ones, stupid looking ones. Yeah. ones you see on the fashion runway, you know, like yeah, and, her- and they can be stupid, but I'd like them to be stupid in really different ways if they're mm-hmm. all going to be stupid, you know, yeah, um, yes. So I would have preferred like more just kind of like looks toward each other and like uh uh-uh, uh head shakes, you know, I like yeah. a nice sassy mm-hmm. nonverbal montage, uh, but not. Not terrible. Uh, I was very happy to see it uh, in the movie. I just wanted more. That was my I did, I, Yeah, I think it, it's tough because the two people that she's modeling for own the shop, and so they want her to buy everything, right? So then mm. you don't get that like, ooh, you're right, this one doesn't really fit you. They're like, yeah. yes, it all fits you. It's and all then, perfect. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah, I like that right. they're sitting down with champagne glasses as the workers. Like it looks like the <laughs> like the like when girls go and get a wedding dress for somebody mm-hmm. and they're sitting. It's just it's funny. It's good. It's good. It's good. good. Montage. It's a good montage. And then I did like when um uh, he the AI offers to start a foundation for her or it does start one and it deposits yeah, two billion dollars in. Dollars. <laughs> it's like she's billion, like billion with a B. Like Boba, or doesn't she say Burt Baccarat? Maybe yeah, and then he the like one? throws up a. Image He's got the or picture yeah. of the, like the B, the Boba, and then Burt Baccarat yeah. next to each other. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, she now has a foundation worth billions. Good for her. Uh, she then gets kidnapped um, by some some G men, right? Mm-hmm. Some government agents who are who have heard about this super intelligence, I guess. Uh, and they start uh, interrogating her. And one of them is our friend Sam Richardson from Hocus Pocus 2. But the other one is the director of the film, Ben Falcone. There he is. There he is. I wrote The Monster in the Flesh. <laughs> oh. Mean, mean, mean Me? to Ben Falcone. Uh, uh, there's big shout outs in this scene to Jerry Orbach, though, because they were talking about Law and Order. Yes. And I yeah. was like, hey, Jerry Orbach, the was he the 
second or the first ever best performer winner? Did we do? Oh my best gosh. performer! Uh, I know we forgot to do him. No, he was the second. We forgot to give him the award in for uh, Aladdin and the King of Thieves, and we had to retroactively give it to him. I think for, for playing the bad guy for in Aladdin of and the Fall. King of Thieves. Oh, isn't do- it? King of Thieves is where he plays the dude with the uh, the claw. Hand, right, who yeah. sings the Are You but In or Out? What, did we do one for Return of Jafar, Return of Jafar? I can't remember if we did one, but I just assume we we ha- we must have retroactively given it one, right? Right, yeah, because he's not did in. We? He's not in that one. I don't know. Well, you he may have the been first. the first ever best performer. Uh, who knows? Receiver. Who You'd knows? Think we would Either know. that. Yeah. I don't know who we would have given it to for Return of Jafar. I don't think anyone deserves one. Yeah, uh, for <laughs> yes. that movie. So. <laughs> Um, but yes, Jerry Orbach. I was happy just to hear his name shouted. Mm-hmm. We love Jerry Orbach here. Sure do. Um, and I do like so, that he keeps playing the audio bomb bomb for the Law and yeah. Order thing. And and there he's like, "Come on, guys, go along with it." I'm trying. You know, it's yes. Oh, the AI is a good character. He's a good good villain. He's a good this. boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> just a good little AI. Um, she, yeah, he frees her. I do like how he frees her from the government dudes by being like, I might be filling this room with gas right now and I might spark an explosion if you don't let her leave. Like, yes. And then, and then she leaves and they're like, I don't, he's bluffing. You would be, we'd be able to smell it. So they start yeah. walking out and then he starts going, and then they're like, you're just making the sound. And he goes, gas explosion. Like, like just yells it. Yes. <laughs> And it's, it's just, classic, but they just walk off. They don't like immediately go and try and find her. You know, they're like, okay, no. he won this round, and they yeah. Like, well, walk he does the other say way. like, even if he doesn't blow up this building, he is like, if you keep interfering, like I'll nuke the whole planet, right? Like, sure. I feel yeah. like he makes it pretty clear. I could destroy you if I wanted to. Don't piss me off, right. and I believe him. Um, so she leaves, and she goes to. He arranges a meet cute at the grocery store with her ex. George, played by, as we reference, Bobby Cannavale, mm-hmm. who is, I don't know, is he most famous for Ant-Man? I guess. He plays the, like, Scott's wife's new husband in Ant-Man, the one who's a cop. I don't remember the first Ant- Ant-Man very well at all, well, so. He's Sorry. very charming in both Ant-Man films, and I really <laughs> like him. I think he's a really good actor, and I think he's great in this. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah, I think they have... I was like, they're both good actors, so they have good chemistry mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah. Um, it's really funny to me, though, that he's playing, like, a distinguished, like, professor who's moving to Ireland because mm-hmm. he has such, like, your dad's friend at a Super Bowl party energy innately, yeah, exactly. you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just... It's for creative it's writing as well. <laughs> yes. Which is funny because he's like dumb in the movie. Like that's his he is, thing. He does play like kind of dumb, but it feels like he's a smart guy who's just maybe leaning into how dumb he seems. I don't sure. know how to describe yeah. it. He's a fun guy. Maybe not a dumb guy, but he's like a, he's just not concerned. He's kind of easygoing yeah, is easy, the vibe yeah. he has. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. At the And then we get the scene or. I really actually like the line um, 
when they're when they have their first meeting with each other, it doesn't go great. Like she asks him out and he's like, I don't think so. It wouldn't be a good idea. Mm-hmm. I like when he when she's leaving though, she's got like this black and white striped outfit on and he's like, Don't let him scan you at the checkout. Yeah. Or whatever. Good. And that just felt like a line that maybe he just threw out like in the moment. You sure. Know? It just was felt like a funny improv line to me. Um Yeah, it's I, I'm I'm a bit confused at this point because I'm like, why did they were together? So why mm-hmm. it seems like they're very very friendly in this in this exchange, I, and I'm like unclear what why happened? they broke up. I'm like yeah, yeah I don't what's know. She says it's her. Here? She said it was her fault. Uh, so maybe she was just because we learn become- later that I think we learn what we learn later is that she I think dumped him to try and pursue mm-hmm. her her aspirations with like trying to help people and non for profits yeah. business world, I guess. And I think it that- just seems the impression I get is we're watching this movie like two months after she's had a big midlife crisis or something, sure. you know, yeah. like she quit her job. She broke up with her boyfriend. She doesn't know what she wants, I guess mm-hmm. is. And maybe I guess she's, this movie is her realizing she does still want that boyfriend. It is weird. There's no good reason for them to have split Sometimes I guess that's how it happens. I know, but it's like, I, yeah. I, wish, I wish we would have gotten that beforehand. Because yeah. right now I'm just like wondering, like, why did this, who broke up with who? Like, I figured he broke up with her, but then it's like, they, it's, it, yeah. So I'm just confused yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I don't really be, remember. I don't remember yeah. when she said it was all her fault or whatever, but yeah, I, I'm confused too, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess I uh, I'm already kind of out on the movie at this yeah. point, so I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, ah, I'm happy to see Bobby Cannavale. I don't really care yeah, exactly. what the circumstances yeah. are. Um, she goes out and she celebrates with her car. That scene that you referenced with mm-hmm. the uh, the what's Trans Siberian Orchestra? Yes, it's not song. Mannheim Steamroller. This no. one. This is the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Hey, I played that at uh, one of our Christmas concerts. I oh, think cool. Feld played it uh, once. I'm sure it was terrible. Uh, it was and awesome. It was so sick, dude. From there, Kyle, uh, this is where the AI gets her her new penthouse that looks like it probably cost $10 million by itself or whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, this is where I was confused, where I got confused and I wrote that note about how it's it's uprooting everything that makes her average. So what is it studying anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, but I did think that the person playing her landlord was very funny. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's in was for that, just that one scene. He then, is. I was hoping yeah. he was going to come back because he was. I thought he was really funny. He was very dry. I also and... was hoping that Badonkadonk people were going to come back just because I think that the the CEO guy is mm-hmm. is very funny. Um, what's his? Uh, We've already forgotten his name. It's Jorma Tacon. We already talked about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jorma, of course. Uh, now, what is that guy's name? Karen, Karen uh, Sony, Karan Sony, probably. Karan, Karan Sony. Sony. Yeah. Um, yeah, he. Uh, I was hoping they would come back. I thought maybe that would be where the AI had had come from because it was like in their because building. it was at their office when it when she had overheard her. Yeah, that would just make too that, much sense. Yeah. So, but they didn't. They don't come back either. So a lot, a lot of people could have come back for more. I don't know. For an interesting yeah. uh, connection, help you feel connected to the plot more. I guess they said they said no. Nope, this movie's going to get pulled by David Zaslav yeah. off of HBO yes. anyway. I'm not showing up for another day. Yeah, um, there's a major issue I have with this stupid. With the now, okay, the penthouse is great, but there's a major problem I have with this penthouse. Okay, and it's the TV. 
the giant okay. TV that he that they install is a square. Mm-hmm. It's a square. I don't think I even noticed it was a square. It's not even... a TV. Sha- it's it's like a it's like a phone shape so that the AI could be there, but it's a yeah. square. It's not even like a it's not a widescreen TV. And he's like, it's the biggest TV ever. I'm like, because it's probably because it's a square shape. It's so weird. Because you because you stole this from the jumbotron at a stadium somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it bothers me so much because it's not a normal TV shape. It's just clearly a shape that fit the circular AI picture the best. And that's just what they I had put a, in there. There's a different screen scene that I had questions about toward the end of the movie. Mm. Mm. So well, a lot of screen problems yeah. in this movie. Also, uh, complaining... Complaining that it's a square and it bothers you it sounds like listeners of this podcast when they hear you talking. Yeah, am I yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sense. just a square. <laughs> Sorry to roast you live on the podcast like that, Kyle. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, Kyle. We've been over this. You can't cry on the air. Uh, there's a there's a secret <laughs> government meeting uh, that Dennis is at where he meets the president. Um, I think I Dennis like, is so worthless. Like he's supposed, he's like, he just seems like a manager at a tech company, not like a tech genius or anything. And it's he, yet he's horribly at the, written. He's sitting like next to the president for this stuff. And he's not yeah. good at anything. Like he doesn't come no. up with anything. He just is there. It's so weird. He is the only funny part of these scenes though. It's true. With yeah. his like, uncomfortable reverence for the president yeah, you he know loves he's the very president. overly complimentary mm-hmm. um but I also it's like love, i also love the president because she's the mom in snow day of course oh there you go of course her most famous credit i <laughs> i recognized her but i didn't write down um, gene smart uh, is her name okay yes and, of course. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. but um, yes, she's the the mom in Snow Day. Of course, one of my mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I I'm not gonna compl- I'm not gonna dispute it. I love Snow Why Day. Why not? It so, felt it feels yeah. really right coming to, out of my mouth that it's the yeah. one of my favorite movies. I think it is. I, it is one of my favorite it movies. Is. Whatever. It. You know what? It is, guys. <laughs> He's saying it. Um. Okay, so Snow Day Mom uh, is here with Dennis, and they come up with the plan that they're going to, like, turn off power everywhere on the planet to corner the AI, basically. It's a very mm-hmm. stupid plan that would never work in that a That nobody years. would ever do. No, cause so much agree. damage. Nobody would listen to, oh, oh, hello, it's us, America. We'd like you to turn off everything for us, please. Yeah, what, Trust about, the, us. what about the hospitals, you know? Uh, oh, what, can you guys you know. turn off your stuff first? No, 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 no. We're yeah. going to leave ours <laughs> on. Uh, Why? Because there's a, a super powerful AI that could do some stuff. Okay, yeah. no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to turn off <laughs> our entire country. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we'll turn off our defense systems yeah, exactly. uh, while you leave your power on. It America. starts, yeah, because it starts in the east. Starts with China <laughs> yes. and like India, ends with the United States. So yes, this is great. Yeah, right. uh, but my problem is, like, you're talking about how Dennis is useless. But like, like I said, these scenes. There's a couple of these scenes where they're doing these strategy meetings or whatever, and there's just no comedy in them. Mm-hmm. I feel like other than Dennis. So I'm just watching it. Like, am I supposed to feel? Like, like I believe that this is a movie where the world's going to end in it yeah, at I, some point. Like, is this supposed to be like Terminator? Am I supposed yeah. to be worried? <laughs> I'm not. This is just dramatically inert mm-hmm. uh, is how I would describe those scenes. 
But luckily, it's not too long before we get back to the uh, date night slash business casual meeting night or whatever. Um, because she only gets him to agree to go on the date by saying they should just go as friends in a meeting, mm-hmm. right? It's business. Um, I thought it was weird when she shows up for the date and she picks him up and they get in the car. The AI like starts fucking with her in the car for some reason. Yeah. Like, like she can't turn on the car. Yeah. Like why would it do that? It makes no why sense. It, I don't know. It's trying to get them together i i don't know um i do like the name of the restaurant they go to though mm-hmm. uh, they go to the mexican restaurant maso menos yeah so it means more or less it's called maso menos fine mexican food so <laughs> yes more, more or, less. or less fine mexican food <laughs> okay mm-hmm. um it, the whole and, day wait, in the, goes in, pretty- the, in the restaurant there's a mariachi band and there's yeah. some, and I'm just bringing this up because I've never noticed this before about mariachi band, mariachi bands, but they have huge guitars. Oh yeah, I have never yeah. noticed that. So in this movie, I've noticed. It's like, wait a second, I've never. That's like a massive guitar, and so I look it up. Yeah, it's called a a guitaron mexicano, and they're like just massive mariachi band guitars. It's like all they're used for. And it, do they have extra strings? I think it's or just six strings. They, okay, are they like nylon strings, like? For finger plucking you know at least, I, didn't, I guess. I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know, get a... You didn't deep dive into the materials? Deep, didn't, no, I didn't deep dive because I was busy watching the movie. <laughs> that makes sense. I think it's I a, just looked it up quickly. Any excuse to look something else up instead of watching the movie, maybe, I would have taken. Yeah, uh, it's six strings. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it is nylon. It kind of looks like nylon. I'm strings, sure. I mean, it would make sense It's an acoustic bass like guitar, of, so... Yeah. So, yeah, that's what it's it cool. is. It's an acoustic bass. Yeah, no, it looks awesome. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they they so they go to the restaurant and the owner is being very pushy with them. I assume at the AI's behest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like forcing them to dance to the mariachi music. Um, I like when they get back from the restaurant and they're talking about how they've definitely got food poisoning and they're trying to decide which would be the better kind of food poisoning mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. You know which you one think I think they have? Well, oh, I actually one thought time? about it. Well, I first off, if they're having symptoms this quickly, usually that is going to be a uh, staff uh, food poisoning when it's like within hours of eating. So I don't think mm. they're they're discussing whether it's listeria. So you think somebody salmonella. on the staff poisoned them? Yes, exactly. That, okay, yeah. right. Staphylococcus aureus. That's what I think that they have. That's the type of diarrhea that they're probably having. The food, <laughs> food poisoning. But here's the difference. So I was like, well, which one would be better? Because I, yeah. my first inclination was just to say salmonella, salmonella because. Salmonella is an inflammatory diarrhea, which means lots of it and bloody diarrhea, right? Like it's re- it can be really bad. And listeria isn't as much an inflammatory diarrhea, but here's the thing. Listeria can be more dangerous if you're around any pregnant women. And so if you want to, mm. you know, maybe not be uh, uh, so dangerous around pregnant women, maybe you'd choose salmonella, which is much more violent. Well, as diarrhea. we all know, Kyle, the baby rounder, is dangerous around all pregnant yes, women. Exactly. So it doesn't really matter. So I would have to choose salmonella on my rounding weeks, I guess. But uh, but listeria <laughs> is in like soft cheeses and stuff and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and the stuff that you have to avoid in pregnancy because it can cause a lot of congenital defects in babies so um mm. but yeah that's uh that's just the, the quick lowdown on on different food those two different food poisonings it's dr davidson's, dr. Diagnosis. davidson's diagnosis great there we go um well there we, i like the joke that he has 
though, when he says he says that guacamole was oh my god, what does he say? It oh was, crap! It was e. coli yeah. flavor. Yeah, yes. calls it. <laughs> Thought that was funny. Uh, um, so it goes well. The date, and for once in one of these movies, two horny consenting adults decide to have sex. Yes, <laughs> uh, which is great. There's no reason not to, guys. Just do it. You're single. You're consenting. Um, this is and and when it's trying to get her to go back inside to hook up with him, this is where it has that part where it throws her out of the car mm-hmm. uh, yep. and she just lands like faced first. Yeah. On the asphalt. <laughs> she's so good at that dead weight, just mm-hmm. slopping into the ground. Um, and this is the scene that was weird though, because she goes inside and they start hooking up and we yep. see that the G men are across the street watching. Yeah. Her and husband. It's ben Falcone yeah. narrating his <laughs> yes. wife having sex with another exactly. man. Exactly. So it's <laughs> uncomfortable to know that part of it. <laughs> Uncomfortable, like nonetheless, to get, but like it's weird to have you to be even directing your wife's. Sex yes, exactly. Scene, I would think I was like, gotta be, be weird being the husband talking about how it's fun to watch his wife get it on with another dude. Yeah, it's just just strange. But it's I just am seeing here his uh, his birth name was Ben Falcuck, so I guess that makes. <laughs> this is not new to them, apparently. Uh, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> Things uh, are going great. The next morning, Kyle, they decide um, these two crazy kids decide they're going to play hooky and just have like a day date together. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we get to have that fun. First, we have to watch like a military briefing scene. Yeah, Um, they do get to go to wait. Are they at Pike's place yet? I just want to. Oh, I think they do go to Pike's. place. I just want to say that I love Pike's place. It's great. Some actual footage from that area. I don't know if they're actually walking through it. I don't remember that part, but Pike's Place is just a fan, fun, really fantastic. That's where the people throw to. the fish, right? Yeah, just chucking they fish all the, fish. the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all I know about. And there's Pike's tons Place. of people handing out free samples, and you can just walk back and forth and just eat all this fresh fruit and stuff. It's so mm-hmm. good. Sounds like you've just been stealing fruit from local vendors. No, 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 no. I'm no, not a. No no. no, no. It's free samples. You just gotta wait till they're turned around. It was just no a loaf of bread. You. Uh, I don't know the rest of the song to keep singing it or anything, so I'm just going to let that happen. I don't know there. if those are the actual lyrics. It's uh, pretty close. It sounded better than Hugh Jackman, honestly. Um, so... Five years for what you did. The rest because you tried to run. The rest because you tried to run. It's like the way that Russell Crowe sings that. He's so in his throat when he's singing. I don't, I don't know. How yeah. To, yeah, that's right. Um, now, now I'm just thinking about freaking late miss thanks kyle we're uh, in the was, old-fashioned mission base that's where we're at right like we the, are but i yeah. was just making fun of how hugh jackman sings the other day and i can't remember why uh i think it was maybe it was the music man or whatever 76 trombones in the big parade he's just so theatrical that hugh jackman um <laughs> yes uh yeah we're in the bunker we have another military briefing scene i don't know it sucks and then they go to a baseball yeah. game uh bobby i think bobby the old-fashioned i do like i do like the old-fashioned mission base i think it's cool I think okay it, the old-fashioned mission base is great except where we will talk about my issue 
with the screen in that room later. Okay. Uh, it doesn't make any sense what happens later in that scene uh, or in that room the next time we see it. Uh, but at the baseball game, I think Bobby Cannavale is so funny in the scene with Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's the best scene of the movie, I think, in terms of just it's a lot of actually fun. making me laugh. With the, <laughs> you can just tell, like, this dude, if anyone was ever actually excited to meet Ken Griffey Jr., it was probably this dude, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so that part's great. When they're at the baseball game, she gets cornered by the G-Men again, who give her a pen that if she clicks, I don't know, she it will help it four somehow. Times, then, then it's going to buy him a little bit of time. But it doesn't? It, it doesn't never do anything. does anything. No. It does okay. absolutely nothing. And I, I, what, I thought that she only clicks it three times later, so maybe she didn't click it the fourth time. <sighs> she would have done that fourth one. It could have saved that everyone. That was the secret in the movie making right there, is mm-hmm. it, that she didn't do four times, so we didn't get to see the pen do anything. Deep details people will never find, thanks to David Zaslav. Yeah. <laughs> We're here to bring out, shine a light on it. <laughs> Uh, the next, uh, uh, when they get back to George's place, like they could bang, but she's like, no, because if we bang, then I won't let you leave in the morning. Cause you're going to Ireland tomorrow, which this dude is so chill. This mm-hmm. is the chillest guy on the planet <laughs> when it comes to moving to another country. It's like, I panic if I'm flying like a state over for a day, you know? <laughs> This guy's moving tomorrow to Ireland, and he's like, I haven't finished packing yet, whatever. It's (laughs) weird that he's packing, like, everything, though. Like, he's got boxes and boxes. Like, I don't think you pack that much if you're flying to live in a different country for a year. I guess, but I think in his mind, he might be moving forever, right? Like, I assume... All of this will be... A lot of it will get picked up by, like, a moving company that will... And it will be flown separately? I don't know how international... I don't know how one moves across the ocean, right? Like, I don't, I don't think that you're just like, well, fuck all my stuff. Yeah. I'm just going. So I don't know what you do. That's why I don't leave, Kyle. I'm planted <laughs> here. Okay. I got my roots in the ground yeah. and I'm not going anywhere. Um, the next day uh, she wakes up. Uh, oh, wait, no, no. Okay, so this is this was weird to me, though. Um, he's leaving for Ireland. She's sad, so she leaves his house, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't she just go with him? We know she has no job and is now, like, a billionaire. So true. Maybe she's just, just go she, with him. Maybe he hasn't asked her and she doesn't want to. I guess. But yeah, he seems you're right. Like, no he literally reason. says to her, he says to her, like, if it was anywhere but Ireland, you wouldn't have to convince me to stay. Yeah. Right? Like, because he loves her so much. And he's like, it'll just be a year. So it's like, you can't just say, why don't I come with you for a year? I mean, I get that that's coming on strong. Right. But, but we ne- I never get the feeling that she wants, that she feels like she can't say that. You know, I never yeah. get that feeling. It so never it feels dumb. like it even pops in her head yes. that she could say it. Yeah. Um, it's just silly. Uh, I guess she doesn't want to spend this ill-gotten millions of AI dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does. I oh, who cares? I don't care. Let's move on. Uh, I don't need to get into her headspace. Uh, so the next uh, the next day, she's at home and she's just like talking to the AI again. Uh, she tries to ditch the AI after she leaves George's, right? Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. It like ends with her evading him. But then the next day, she's at home and she's just talking to him again. Yeah. It's okay. Um, and he's he basically has made the decision he's gonna he's going to wipe out humanity 
And he reveals, I think, that this has all been his plan the whole time. Yeah, because he knew like, that she would talk to her to her Dennis, tech, to Dennis, who's going to talk to yes. blah 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 to the United States, and they'll turn off the whole world for him. And then, yeah. and he'll have the he'll be the only one who could turn it back on. I yeah. guess so. It's it's a classic uh, uh, diehard situation where where Hans knows the FBI playbook is to cut the power, and it's mm-hmm. cutting that power that will let him get the. This, the bond certificates yeah or whatever um it's so, like an, uh, it's a very just an unsatisfying transition to evil because it's like literally like like i'm not going to destroy you you will destroy yourself because look at all this war that will happen you know and yeah like it the the transition is very unsatisfying to okay now he's like a full villain the ai is and it's it, just, yeah. it feels like somebody was like it's too coincidental that the AI just chooses her because a random person called her average and, but they had already shot like 60% of the movie yeah. and then decided to like, well, let's retcon it that that was his plan the whole time yeah, or whatever. Like, no, what? This, is, this just feels so out of nowhere to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the G men show up and they basically offer to take her to like a secret secure bunker before the world ends. But she, Kyle, she says, I need an, I need to go see George. I need to bring him with me. Give Whoa. me an hour. Crazy. Yeah. And they, and they say yes, which is weird because they also think she is the only one who could maybe still save the world. Yeah. Um, like, Ooh, that you're right. Go ahead. <laughs> um, she gets to George's house where she, instead of like warning him or anything, decides to just help him pack so that she can spend her last time with him and he can like, you know, not be terrified that the world's about to end. Yeah. Um, so weird to me. I have so many questions about this. Okay. A, we've already talked about he's leaving today and he's still packing. <laughs> yes. Mind boggling. I showed up to my stepbrother's house to help him move, to to help him load his moving truck when he was moving to Georgia and I got there and half of their stuff wasn't in boxes yet. Oh my gosh. That's awful. That reminds me that's like in parks and rec when they show up to (laughs) Aziz and Zari's house to like help him move. And like there's everything is just there. And and they're like, wait, is it not in boxes? He's like, no, we're helping me move. And so that's actually happened to you in real life. That's it it has. I was like, I was like, Oh, this will probably be like a couple hours at Tony's. And then I was like, Oh, this is all day. I'm here all day now. Okay. Uh, so that sucked. And I still remember we were loading up boxes, packing stuff. Right. And he ordered pizza and my sister-in-law's brother, brother-in-law, actually her, her sister's husband shows up, whatever. And my, my stepbrother had just ordered pizza. This guy shows up doesn't lift a single box doesn't put anything away he eats like three slices of pizza and he leaves and i think about that guy who i don't even know his name i fucking hate him so much i think about him all the time he sucks what what an asshole move um okay uh, classic dick move oh you guys got pizza all right i got some pizza let me take a few slices you guys are leaving. You're Ooh, moving states. You guys are doing ah, good. I'm not gonna help. I'm just... Hey, looks like you guys are doing good work. I'm gonna head out. <laughs> just sucked. Hate him. If you're listening to this somehow, whatever your name is, fuck you. Um, <laughs> okay. My other question is: Has he not tried to use his phone or? 
turned on a TV this entire you time think it's to weird like check that, his flight. You think that it's weird that <laughs> the entire world has turned off their power because of a solar flare? Is the story? Yes. You yes. think it's weird that he? Hasn't, I think it's weird, and he's he not like he's not all. like yeah, and he's not like is my flight canceled? Yeah, he's like what is going on with his flight? It's never canceled. <laughs> No. He's, he's <laughs> flying to Ireland and it's fine. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll it's, be fine. We'll be no, even though power's been out in Ireland, presumably yeah. for like 20 hours, <laughs> he's gotten no alerts on his phone. I about was waiting for one delays. line, like, for her to be like, oh, is your TV plugged in or anything? He, or right. He's like, oh, no, I unplugged all my electronics. And, no, uh, but we know, you know for a fact that just, his TV yeah. is plugged in <laughs> because later the AI talks to her on that TV. It's like, where's your phone? And, you know, oh, it's just like, man. you know, I just went one day without, you know, I turned it off because I can't focus yeah. with, you know, there's nothing like that. Yes. It's no. just this guy does not know. <laughs> It's no just, neighbors have come by you know there's this guy's you know, like i'm gonna pack day of and i'm just gonna roll into that airport without once checking the status of my yep. flight <laughs> fuck that in a world where early check-in is oh, like a man. thing where you know yeah, like that's no. what people do now this like, dude's got a paper ticket that he printed off like a week <laughs> ago i guess i don't know oh man it's so absurd that he has no it idea is. Absurd. I do like though. Okay, things I like. I like when she gets in there and he's talking about the flight and he keeps referencing the movie Up in the Air. I just like whenever you can mm-hmm. pick a random specific. You know, yeah. that's such a specific movie, but so random. Up in the Air. It's a good movie. It's got George Clooney and. You think Kendrick. Ben Falcone like loves that movie and he was because it seemed like one of those lines like, oh, it's an awesome movie. Yeah. Like just like placed in there. That's the question. Is it like? that Ben Falcone loves it or he thinks that it's a perfectly kind of mediocre flight movie to have someone be obsessed with. I don't know. You know? I'm willing to say he loves it. That's I'm no, willing, sure. I'm Why not? That he does. He does. He loves it. Um, it was like, Oscar nominated. See, if I, I wrote the movie, it'd be snow day is what it would have been. Saying, I can't wait so. to get up on that plane and watch snow day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what been saying. Um, oh goodness. Okay. George leaves. Um, and then for his flight, an Argyle uh, from Stranger Things shows up. Yeah, it's like a fun, uh, it's like a cameo, but like I know that actor literally plays the exact same stoner character in every single thing he's in, but he's great at it. So I'm not complaining. Yeah, to be clear, it's great. Like, um, I yeah, he shows up and says, I like that he's like, who's it? Adam Adam Levine mm-hmm uh slid into his dms and told him that his body was fucking insane yeah um and then gave him five thousand dollars to deliver this yeah. uh yeah uh he brings brings the phone specifically to her so that the ai can talk to her um i love when he says though the this is the best day of my life and she's just under her breath i'm pretty sure it isn't you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> I thought that was a good Melissa McCarthy kind of yeah. soft spoken delivery. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it, it isn't, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, the AI interrogates her about why she didn't leave with the agents or with George. And of course her selflessness or her love or whatever it is that in these movies that convinces robots were worthy, uh, has him decide not to end the world. Right. Nice. Yeah. Yes. And this is where we then get the scene of the AI calling the government people in their bunker Mm -hmm. uh, to let them know that it's not going to destroy everything, right? Yep. How is the AI being projected onto the old school, like, 
it's like a it's time just, it's like a digital clock or whatever yeah. that it's fucking it's, on it's like it's like 4k resolution on this digital clock readout or know. something it's uh, it, it's the magic of the, it's movie magic it's so clearly somebody taking like footage in their editing software lowering it to 80 percent opacity yeah. and just putting it over this static image of this like clock face yeah. or whatever and it's so, not yeah it's not good doesn't make any I sense i like that the really i like that the me. way you like gets access or whatever is he just calls the president and she's yes. like what it's a blackberry my team told me you it doesn't have you access to a blackberry you can't crack a blackberry like it's, yeah it's encrypted don't worry yeah. yes classic old people not knowing tech mm-hmm. uh stuff and then um i don't know it, the, the ai I like the makes other... it so she'll be in charge of saving the world or some shit i like it when it shows up he's like everyone you know kneel before your 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 uh yes your your, your overlord and the yeah. the like the right hand man the general of the, the like United general States Army, of the, like yes. immediately kneels and everybody else is still standing i love that bit it's so funny he's like yep and he kneels down it feels very believable and to then me like that that's what and then that ai is like cracking up he's like i'm just kidding no what like yeah, stand uh, up dude like it's not i'm not we're good we're all good here we're cool we're cool i'm just kidding i know i was going to destroy the world but now i'm joking it's yeah. cool <laughs> uh but yes he makes her like the new leader of making the world good and then she goes to the airport and she kisses bobby cannavale um and then that's kind of the end of the movie right i mean that's it yeah we see the we do see it shows like the planet and it shows like the dark side of the planet when the lights are coming back on i think Mm -hmm. and they're in the shape of the bear that the ai is from Uh, when the lights turn on the bear that the ai Mm -hmm. came from it's like that thing's face that's that's it the end that's it. It's over. Kyle, who's your best performer in this movie? And I think if you say anything other than Bobby Cannavale, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> it's Bobby Cannavale. All right. I'm not going to punch him in the face. He's great. It is. He's very lovable. And he's, he he's a doofus in this movie. And I think is the... I'll, I'll save it for the my final thoughts, but I think the, the only compelling part of the movie is their relationship, their, them together. So, and he does a great job. And Melissa has, has had much better opportunities for much better performances. So yeah, you know, Bobby, Bobby gets my best performer award. Good job. Uh, yeah, he gets I'm, a Mariners I'm, ticket. Just to, Ooh, know. nice. Okay. Cause that's, is that, that's the Ken Griffey jr. Yeah. That's uh, where they uh, go. He's squad. obsessed with the okay. Mariners. Yeah. There you go. So he's, he gets that. I'll give him a, I guess I'll give him a cell phone so he can just check in on his phone ahead of time and maybe pay attention to, you know, the events of the world yeah. uh, in the future. Uh, final thoughts, Kyle. Yeah, I can uh, go first. Or you he's going to go first. Or you want to go first? You go first. You go first. Go, go. I'll go first. Okay. My, I have, I've written here, not terribly funny, not terribly insightful, not terribly well shot, but also not completely terrible. Uh, I said the the cinematic equivalent of turning on a King of Queens episode on TBS at 2 p.m. and just sort of shrugging because it's watchable and in the background while you do something else uh, is what I would be saying if this movie didn't have a fashion montage in it to totally (laughs) redeem itself. Five stars. (laughs) Woo. That's it. That's my review. Okay, Uh, great. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but seriously, I but I did put but seriously, not worth renting because you can't uh and unless you're a Bobby Cannavale lover, don't buy it, I guess. <laughs>
That's it. Yeah. What's yeah. it? Don't rent. Did you have a star rating for it other than five out of five stars? Uh, no, I'm sticking with the of my. I want my official score on the record for the podcast to be five stars okay, for great. the uh, for Wonderful. the montage. Yeah. Um, that's my new rule. If a movie has an actual fashion montage in it for this podcast, I'm giving it five stars. Great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, Melissa McCarthy, Bob, Bobby Cannavale have uh, great chemistry. I am invested in their relationship in the movie, and everything else just feels slapped together and lazy, and, and the plot just does not flow. Nothing feels right from the beginning with the AI and her. It just The, the whole thing just is kind of messy. There, there are some fun spots, but overall just didn't just doesn't really flow well enough or have enough meaning with what's going on um you know it doesn't feel like the world's ending it doesn't feel like it's supposed to be silly about the world's ending um and uh, uh you know i like i think that they i, I think if i would have changed this movie obviously would have recast james corden just because not a mm-hmm. huge fan but like mm-hmm. i like the idea of having different famous people be the voice of the ai and like so like it would have been fun if like at the evil part it was like you know an evil actor would play it you know like a guy who's usually like the bad guy in movies you know it'd be fun to have some of that I just you know what I who I would have cast as the AI I probably would have chosen somebody who has a, a like a voice actor with an illustrious career uh, who <laughs> has for I don't know like 30 40 plus years been the preeminent talent yeah. in the industry I'm talking about a Mr. Jim Cummings, Kyle, yes. who I would have cast. Would have been awesome. <laughs> he could have done his. He could have done different impressions of his yeah, different. He could have been like Winnie yeah. the Pooh at times, or he could have been Pete from uh, Amazing. That would have been awesome. Yes, they'd have to get rights to all that, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. I think that I think we can feel secure in the fact that Jim Cummings owns all of his own characers. Yes, I think. <laughs> Um, he wields that kind of power yeah. in Hollywood. He's got yeah. Disney bent over a barrel. <laughs> on this. Uh, the ending is not satisfying. Uh, but, so whatever, this movie yeah. gets two out of five for me. That's so. great. That, that's what I gave it on Letterboxd, but oh, I'm giving it good. five out of five here. So let's be clear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Kyle, uh, would you like to play a game yeah, I would. now? Yeah. Kyle? Yes. Oh, perfect. Oh, wait. Actually, before we do a game, Ooh. Uh, oh, I just, did you say if it was worth uh, renting it's in a world renting. where theoretically you it's could rent renting. it? Sorry. So what's our what's our final landing then on HB November as we look in review? I don't think they're rentable, aren't they? I feel like I said no. Oh, yeah. They are all, most of them are actually able to rent, but I feel like I said no on pretty right, much yeah, all yeah. of them. So, the, so this one's no. Pickle. Witches was no. Definite American Pickle hardest was of yes. no on the witches. American Pickle, yeah. was, American Pickle yes. was like a maybe for me and a yes for me. I gave yes to Lockdown. And I think Lockdown is another one that could be interesting in like 10 years to, yes, yes. to maybe. Yeah, what, yeah. Was the, what was the last one? Uh, Moonshot, which was a... Ooh, nah, uh, mm. Crap, what did I give? Did, I, did we give it no? I think we said no because it's like... I think generic. I have, there's a lot of other movies that are of its caliber. You maybe gave it a soft. I think yes. I, I think I may have given it a soft yes because I felt like it was literally. If you, I said, I think I gave it a soft yes. If you're like, do you like space stuff? And like, yeah. are you a millennial? Are you literally my same demographic? <laughs> then yes. You know, I think that was maybe it. Maybe that. Yeah. But. All right. Well, there you go. There's our wrap up, I guess, on HB November. Ultimately, <laughs> not the world's greatest loss of films. 
Uh, but still some in there that were, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel if nothing else, I feel glad knowing that I've seen them all because I might not have a chance a year from now if they get pulled further. Most mm-hmm. will so. probably end up in another space, just like other space, and will just go away maybe in time, and nobody will remember these movies. Just like this podcast, hopefully. <laughs> Kyle... Should we play a game now? Yes, let's I play think it. we're ready to. So, Kyle, this movie is called Super Intelligence. And how do you measure somebody's intelligence? But their IQ, of course. Of course, an IQ test. But, Kyle, this is an audio medium. So, we can't use IQs oh, mm. on the podcast. We have to use ear cues. Mm. So, I'm going to measure your super intelligence via some ear cues. Good, which good. is to say. I have some snippets of superhero theme songs, theme music that I will be playing, and it will be your job to identify the superhero that the music goes along to, superhero or superhero team. Okay. Um, Yes, and because she had three days to be studied to save the world, Kyle, you only get three seconds of each of these songs. Got it. Easy. I know my superheroes. Easy. You love superheroes. This is EQ though, not EQ, not emotional quotient either. No, 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 okay. no. And it's not EQ as in like we're getting our levels because it's audio. Oh, you know, God. we're not equalizing <laughs> anything. These are ear cues. E A R C U E. Ear cues. Uh, let's get number one, Kyle. Those are Q okay? tips. Those are Q tips you're thinking of. Yes. Those are like. Don't use those. All right, everybody, everybody. Okay, Kyle, please stop talking. We're waiting in line. We're in a queue to speak <laughs> okay. from now on. Here's number one. Um, where were these taken from? Did you say they're just from? They're just uh, themes. They're of all just superheroes? theme songs from superhero movies, basically. Yes scores i went they're taken they're sourced from me recording off of spotify going typing in movie names and going to the soundtrack and i just have to say the, the superhero the superhero yeah, yeah, I, yeah it just sounds like it sounds like the start of a batman movie but i feel like it's wrong i'm gonna say batman i knew it was Kyle. wrong i knew it was wrong i'm i was i this one was a harder one the section that i chose of the music but i was really hoping you were going to get it kyle because that's the swing and theme to Spider-Man right there, baby. Ooh. I cut it out right on that gotcha. before that music all came right, in. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. It's fine, Kyle. You're going to... That, that one, that was just a warm-up. I'm chill, got, dude. The, the, weight of the, the weight of the world is on... The weight of humanity yeah. is on my back, but this we're, this movie You're is a chill, chill just movie. Just like Melissa McCarthy. Exactly. Just, I'm just Bobby Cannavale. I'm fine. I'm packing. I've got packing six more. Up. You just got to get four out of the remaining six. All right, this is easy. You easy. got this. You ready for number yeah. two? One by, all right, Take one go. at a time. One at a time. Uh, give me one second here. All right, let's do it. Well, it's Avengers. Does that count as all of them? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said superhero or superhero team. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yes, Good. Avengers. You got it. That is Alan Silvestri's Avengers theme. I tried Perfect. to do my best to get a different composer uh, for each of the songs as well. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, um, all right, Kyle, you got one. Here's number three. This should go quick. Let's go. Batman. Batman. Yep. I know. I, you know why you said Batman for number one? 
because it sounded it's be- like it. Well, because Danny Elfman did the movie scores of Batman uh, and Spider-Man, which is why I chose I the 60s Elfman. TV. I knew yeah. it was an Elfman. You knew it. You knew it. You were saying, this sounds like Elfman to me. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like the singing voice of Jack Skellington to me. Gosh. Uh, okay. Um, here we go. Number four. Yeah, four. Malibu. Superman, my friend. If you didn't get that one, if you disowned myself, yeah, I would have really had to think about Ooh. things for a while if I got that one. It right. was it was tough choosing. Uh, you know what? I love. See, here's even the thing, though, though I hate Man of Steel. Oh. I love the Man of Steel music. Nah, yeah. You know, it did. Is it? But that's not Man of Steel, right? That was that's, no, no, no. Uh, that yeah. was the yeah. That was the original. Uh, See, the John the Williams thing one. is, I you know what I almost said. I almost said Analysis Man, which, you know, Analysis Man was the superhero I played in my sophomore year English class, mm-hmm. classes, school presentation on, on something where I uh-huh. was had a video of Analysis Man running around in my house and standing on top of my roof, and then he sprinted in super speed and then bursted into the classroom, and, and yeah. it was Analysis Man to provide the last analysis, literary analysis for the thing. So that's, I almost said that. Which would have been correct, too. And I'm going to guess, Kyle, let me just take a guess. You put about 500 times the effort into your video as you did into your actual <laughs> yes, presentation. Of course. <laughs> That's school presentations. That's what you do. You just got to... It's all about showmanship. I'm sure you spent like four days filming and like 10 minutes doing your research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I had a... I had a I had a speaker in my pocket as well. It was great. I think it's on YouTube. Uh, Let me. Find, I'm going to try and find this. Let's, let's plug it real quick. We'll put it in the podcast. Maybe it's not. Anyways. Yeah, let's uh, continue. Let's continue. Let's continue on to, to number five uh, in this. I think you're going to win this game pretty easily, Kyle. Here's number five. Wonder Woman! The best part of Batman versus Superman. The only good part of Batman versus Superman. The Wonder Woman theme song. The only good thing <laughs> to come out of that movie. Uh, all right. Well, so far you've gotten what four out of five. So yeah, I think you're doing is, great. Uh, I think we're uh, two more left. Well. Two more left, Kyle. This one might be a little bit of a shakeup Ooh, for you. Okay. It's a little tricky. It's not really tricky. It's very easy. It's just also not really following the rules of the game. Let's listen. <laughs> that move that is in the first Iron Man movie. <laughs> it is indeed. I mean, it's basically his theme song, right? It's what it plays at the end of the movie. So Absolutely. You've won the game now, Kyle. Boom. So now you you've saved the earth. Now I guess you're just playing for some bonus points. Good. A bonus point. Because there's only this one last left. One, Let me. There's one left. Mm, I think the last one's gonna. I don't know. Never mind. I'll wait. Okay. I was gonna try and just guess a random superhero, but you know, I think I'm. Well, let's, let's, see. let's, let's see, what... see if you can get it. I will say this one is hard. I think it would be harder. It's less iconic. Actually, I'm sorry. It's less echoic. Sorry. <sighs> what the heck is that supposed to mean? Echoic is when it's sound. Iconic is oh. when it's a visual. Can you play it one more time? I just want I just yes. really want to get this one. Can I give you a clue, Kyle? Yeah. Think next week. 
Uh, I, I was gonna think is it? It's Guardians of the Galaxy. I know it's Kyle. It is Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, you would have gotten it anyway. I'll cut out me giving you the hint. Is that from the I first want... Guardians? It is Good. from the first Guardians. That is the music that I consider it their theme song. It's the music that plays when they first all join hands to kill Ronan. Yeah, because I don't know. Yeah. I I would have guessed Guardians because because that music. It I don't know what it is about Marvel music. Like every Marvel theme, I feel like just sounds similar. I think yes. it's probably by they design. They are fairly but... generic, which is why I did not use a lot of actual yeah. Marvel music. You'll notice. But I think this. I would have guessed yeah. Guardians just because. Like that theme, I've heard so many times. I've seen the first Guardians movie so many times. So yeah, yeah, good. But I did choose it because I thought it would be a. Uh, you've won the game, Kyle. Good job. You Ooh, saved the planet. Yeah. But I, <clears throat> I added that last song in there to the game because I thought do it was a nice choose? little segue. Hold on, do I get to choose if I save it, the, the world, or if oh, I yeah, get I to guess enslave it or destroy Ooh. humanity? I don't think he'll let you enslave. I don't think he'll give you any power. Oh, okay. You know, mm. I think at best he would maybe listen to you and then enslave you as well. You okay, know? then I'll just save it. I was going to enslave yeah. everybody for fun. You know, just more interesting. I think the whole but... point is that he's kind of like, humans are worth saving because this one was altruistic. So if you were like, oh, oh good, I, I have the power, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to enslave. He might, he might, might reverse backfire. the decision. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Great. But that is, Kyle, that's our transition. Because, Kyle, what's next? We're done with HB November, yes. which means what's next month? It's Christmas month! Do I hear, do I hear some, some, some sleigh bells on the rooftop right now? Ching, ching, Just ching, hear ching, those ching, sleigh bells jingling, jingling, too. Oh, I'm so yes. excited. It's, mm. it's the holiday so, season. Oh, Music. Watched Home Alone 2 today. So climb up. Or, yes, uh, but we're going to... We're not watching Home Alone 2 on the podcast. Oh, no, no, no. I just watched no, 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 watch no. that today. But we will be doing a selection of Christmas holiday movies. But are we doing all new ones this year, right, Oh, Kyle? yeah. We got them all picked out because the first one's just going to be the first, uh, first uh, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Holiday special. It'll be fun. Boom. Just fun to do. It's it will a, be. Mix it up. 45 minutes, I think it is. So it's an easy watch. Yeah. So um, Easy watch. And it feels like a... I don't know, like, the, it feels like a made-for-TV movie. Like, it just, it, watching the ad for it, I'm like, this just feels like it should be released on ABC. Yeah. You know? Like, mm -hmm. it just feels right. It's so gonna be I'm great. excited It's going to be a one. great way to yes. kick it off. We have three other ones, which we haven't decided on the order, because one of them we're going to do, we're going to bring Celia back on, because we've got the Christmas Story sequel. Christmas? A Christmas Chris, a Christmas Story Christmas? Yes. Is maybe what it's called? Something like remember. that. Which is great because we did the other sequel last yes. year. We did. So that's our new tradition, I guess. Is, is to do the new Christmas Story sequel, which is yep. a, a, a movie that surprisingly has many sequels, I guess. Or many. I, it really does. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, we could do more years yeah, of this, theoretically. I think. Yeah. Theoretically, because uh, we yeah. won't. We're not going to, but we could. That's a threat. We could. We might. Well, also, we will also be falling for Christmas with the return of Lindsay Lohan to the big screen in a while. I don't know. Well, the small last... screen, you mean? The small screen. Uh, excuse it's me. Kind yes. of the express purpose of this podcast. Yeah. Falling for Christmas, uh, which is on Netflix, and then also doing Spirited, the new Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds movie on Apple TV. And it's mm. uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun month. I'm really excited. A for fun it. month for a change. Normally our months are miserable. <laughs> uh, we're gonna try to have fun next month. That's our goal. Yeah. Uh, so be excited. 
humble listener, kind listener, uh, whatever listener you are. But for now, Kyle, I guess, are we done for this week? We're done. We done. We're done. Uh, excuse me. I'm just burping. We're done. And that's how I feel after a good meal, like a good podcast. You got to burp after. Mm-hmm. It's a show of, <laughs> it's like a, it's like gratitude or whatever. The fact that you haven't burped is honestly rude to me mm-hmm. as a co-host. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's turn off the TV. Uh, let's turn off our $15 purchases of super intelligence. The only way that you can watch it, uh, legally. Uh, if you're listening and you like what you hear, please remember to rate review and subscribe. Uh, follow us, uh, go to our website, made for TV Follow us on social media at made for TV podcast. That's at made the number four TV podcast. Uh, thank you to Chris rats about for our theme song. And thank you to Maggie for our artwork. Until next time, I'm Scott. I'm Kyle. I'm releasing gas in your office right now. Well, that's, that's, I already did that. You said you were talking about burping. It comes out the other direction for me. Gross. So. Gross. Done. <laughs> <laughs>